0: Hi folks, Chris Voss here from the com. Hey, welcome to the show, folks. We certainly appreciate you guys coming by today. As always, refer the show to your friends, names, relatives, get them involved in the show, go, tell them to go to iTunes and subscribe, go to youtube.com for chess Chris Voss, go to goodreads.com for chess Chris Voss, and see all our groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, subscribe to the big LinkedIn newsletter, that thing is huge over there and our 122,000 LinkedIn group as well. Today, we have an amazing gentleman on the show. We're talking about his brand and what he does. Chase Million is on the show with us. He's a 36-year-old gentleman who lives in Leighton, Utah, with a significant other and daughter. He is a USMC combat veteran, and he's currently in real estate investment consulting, works for a company called Sub2.com, and Pace Morby, who also has a show on A&E called Triple Digit Flip. He's an inspiring music artist, actor, and comedian, and he's also working on getting a Homeless Veteran Foundation established. He's got a few links we'll be talking about. Welcome to the show, Chase. How are you? I'm doing really great, Chris. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Thanks for coming on. It's great to have you, man. So give us some of your dot-coms, your plugs, where you want people to find you on the interwebs. You can find me on...
1: SoundCloud, Chase Million, and then also on YouTube, Chase Million Com. If you just type in Chase Million Comedy, you'll you'll find me. My website's under construction; will be launched live on Wednesday. But uh, yep, those are a few places.
0: There you go. And I think we we got a little weak on the audio. Is there any way to get close to the mic, or is there a
1: mic is that thing? better?
0: That is definitely better. That is and way sorry better. Sorry
1: about that. I had my fan on.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's what it was. It was blowing yeah, up the thing. My bad. Uh, that sounded a little Darth Vader. It wasn't too bad. We, we can fix it post. So you do a lot of things. What's what's the top of mind thing that you want to talk about and promote first that you do? Well,
1: first of all, for my day job, as you mentioned, Sub Two. If anybody's looking to, you know, learn about real estate invest uh, investing, house flipping, several different strategies, we teach you over at Sub Two, and I can you know drop also like a, a referral link after the show. But there's that. And then, you know, and I did serve in the military for a little bit, had some challenges getting out. But, you know, I, I feel since I've I've been doing doing great through, you know, with this job and, and comedy and stuff, it's really helped me, helped me, you know, get over some things there. But, yeah.
0: There you go. Thank you for your service. And you've got a lot yeah. of stuff going on online for yourself. You've got the YouTube channel. What do you want to see talk about on the YouTube channel?
1: Well, I only have one thing on the the YouTube channel is actually brand new. It's just okay. it's my very first stand up show I did at Wise Guys last week. And I'm waiting mm-hmm. on a response They get back to you by late tonight. So I don't know if I'm going up next week, but I just have that there. And then I used to have a music video up as well. But I was with like a, a record label that like defunct or something. I didn't pay pay their vivo dues. So I don't have the music video. Oh. Anymore, but that's what's on my YouTube channel for now. I'm going to start uploading mm-hmm. more content soon, but just that, just that three minutes of material there from Wise Guys.
0: And is Wise Guys is South Jordan or West Jordan? It's, there's it's like, three like, of G2 them. South or something?
1: There's three of them. The one that I was at was yeah. the one where they do open mic on Wednesdays and Tuesdays. Oh, wow. That one was in Salt Lake in the Gateway. Oh, wow. And then there's one in Ogden. There's one in South Jordan, like you you mentioned. And then there's also one in Las
0: Vegas. Oh wow. I remember going to those back in the day. I used to take dates there. And they used to have a lot of great comedians come through. What is now you have an upcoming event you'll probably be putting on YouTube. Tell us about that.
1: So yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. That's upcoming next month in July. I'm doing a um a course with American Comedy Institute and the final the final class is a performance at the Gotham Comedy Club. Wow. So you know, just for that, I'm pretty, pretty stoked for that. Never been to New York. So I'm just going in for one day and then flying back here to Utah.
0: Nice. That should be fun. The Gotham Comedy Club, that is a, that is a really high profile comedy club. I see all the great comedians there. I think we we're talking before the show, Artie Lang, I've seen like a million of his shows. But for some reason, he yeah. plays a a lot. That or they're the only ones who put out videos. I don't think Caroline's or, or some of the other ones put out videos, but Gotham always does videos for some reason. I don't know. Maybe that's their thing. But yeah, that, that'll be awesome. That'll be a that's a great high profile show.
1: Yeah, there's that, and then they do on Sunday. It's it's a virtual one, so I'm going to be doing hits
0: <laughs> What made you want to get into comedy?
1: You know, to to be completely frank with you, it's
0: um, you can be Frank, you can be Chase, you can be whoever yeah, you want. Yeah, Chase but, uh, Frank. If you want to be Frank? You can be completely All right. frank with Me, I'll be. Just I'll don't be call me Shirley. But... Just don't call me Shirley.
1: <laughs> that's from airplane right yeah 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 Yeah, that's a good one that's a, cl- <laughs> that's a classic i used to watch that growing up that's and one
0: of my favorite jokes man.
1: liam neeson or no uh, not liam neeson whatever his name was but the old guy that that was always old I but think
0: you oh yeah liam neeson's the other guy the batman guy huh yeah it's i know you it's nelson Is it... Lisa? Jackie Gleet? No, that's not Jackie
1: I don't know. I don't but know.
0: But anyway, why did you get into comedy? I
1: got it? into comedy because it's, you know, helped me just you know, talking about some personal issues and, you know, I, I'm exploring some stuff, you know, from the military and just personal you know, it's kind of therapeutic I've gone, to, you know, had to go to some therapy when I got out of the military and mm-hmm. that didn't necessarily work for me. So I, I feel like this might help a little bit more. Okay. And, you know, I just, I think, I feel like laughing. I always have enjoyed making people laugh and, and felt that maybe I might be able to do it professionally. So.
0: There you go. Uh, I, and you've got a website too for your comedy. Give us that dot com again. I'm-
1: That's chase dot Yeah.
0: So what do you hope to do in your comedy career?
1: So I just want to be able to, you know, put together, you know, a half hour or so and maybe, maybe like something eventually on Netflix or, or what was stream or one of the streaming things, like anywhere from a half hour to hour is my, my objective. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long they make those. It's usually, I think most of like, well, the bigger people that have the specials, I think they're longer, but I just want to do like a half hour to an hour.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. A good show that people can see and, and, uh, and all that good stuff you know, it just takes time. I've got a lot of comedian friends and it's just something where it takes time. You've got to build it. You've got to get your chops down. And now you've done some acting in your past too. Was that the thing that segued you maybe into comedy or did you kind of want to do? Both? Yeah,
1: kind of. Well, so the acting that I did, it kind of, I kind of got into it out of a fluke. It was called, the first thing I ever did was called Fear Level hmm. and it actually won a couple local awards well like one in la and then there in utah county where you're at the but it was more it was like a horror slash drama and then i didn't know what i was doing and because i had done music and i had reached out to the guy that was directing it his name was jd allen and called me up out of the blue one sunday and said we need someone for this part the guy didn't show up so i i showed up and i didn't know what i was doing um, like because I hadn't read the script or anything so I improvised a little bit but like my scene was you know and I was I was like you know my scene was like a bunch of and I talk about it in my act the one that's on YouTube but it was about me and you know a couple other white people jumping a black guy who we thought was trying to hurt a white girl so pretty heavy subject matter but like you know I kind of brought like tried to bring some comedic relief to it and stuff like that so that's kind of what segue we made because everyone you know thought it was funny mm-hmm. yeah so I, even I mean, though, you know, it was heavy subject matter, I was able to turn around and kind of make a joke out of it.
0: Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's sometimes what people do they use comedy to teach and everything else. You know, sometimes making people laugh. A lot of comedians, you know, they have their personal issues and making people laugh is a healer for them. It's kind of like a drug. You hear that laughter and, and uh-huh. it kind of fires you up. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, when I hear people laugh or entertain people, it fires me up. I'm just like, Yeah, it's like crack. And uh, you know, there's something inside of us that I don't know. Sometimes it helps. I think a lot of it, what it is, is, and when you give to people, when you're suffering sometimes or something's bugging you or something, when you give to people, that's the best time to show gratitude and, and, and to share. And sometimes by giving first, you, you, it helps you deal with what you're doing because you're being selfless. You're, you're giving of yourself. And so for a lot of people, that's that's really a healing thing, a very important thing for them.
1: Yeah. I love the way you put that. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. I know it because I, I suffer from it. <laughs> <laughs> do you? And it, Well, a lot of comedians do. A lot of comedians have, you know, childhood issues, you know, different things they've gone through or yeah. a lot of stuff maybe they haven't resolved. I mean, Bill Cosby for a lot of years, talk <laughs> yeah. about, he used to always talk about how he never sees a psychiatrist because he might the psychiatrist might figure him out and turn him unfunny. turns out he was getting other stuff from the psychiatrist, but that's another thing. (laughs) He probably didn't want to admit anything to the psychiatrist, but you know, I mean, a lot of, a lot of comedians, you know, they'll tell you, right. They're not, they're not straight in the head. Sometimes and they're working through their thing. And, and comedy is a great way to, you know, uh, keep, keep, Keep off the tortured mind and and tortured fence, and uh, a lot of a lot of great comedians are tortured, and they go through a lot. But uh, it's it's good medicine, I think, and it's it's a good service that you give to other people, and you make other people laugh. I know in in some of my darkest moments of my life and other people's lives, when I've you know had had. I remember one time my father was in the hospital you know, he called me up and I could hear fear in his voice and he was very afraid and he'd had his umpteenth heart attack or stroke. lost count after a while. And he was really worried this time because he'd gone in and been totally gray and they were really having to bring him back from the the dead. And he was really worried. He was really afraid of dying. And he called me and I could hear fear in his voice. And so I started telling him jokes because I was just as afraid. I was just as scared. But that's how I deal with stuff. I, I turn it into comedy because it's all you can do. I mean, you can either uh, live with the fear, or you can turn into something that's funny. And so I started telling them jokes because I didn't want them to suffer. I didn't want them to be in pain. I could feel it. And within a, you know, couple jokes, I had them starting to laugh, starting to giggle. I said, you know, have you, have you, uh, you know, hit on the nurse? Is your nurse hot? <laughs> and I did all the, I did all the routine stuff. And pretty yeah. soon, I had them laughing. And when I had them laughing, I had them get in. It changes his mindset to perspective of of where you know it's not so bad it's not so dark you know he lived for a short while after that and uh, his that was his last hospital stop but it helped him get kind of in a better frame of mind so i think we do that as comedy but partially part of that was it was healing to me and so i think right. that's kind of what comedians are doing they're healing themselves and helping other people
1: yeah that's that kind of reminds me of someone my grandma died i had was a bear, me and my cousins, and I had, you know, I it probably wasn't the best time to make a joke, but I had made a joke, like, while we were carrying the casket, but, you know, it probably wasn't the best time to do it, mm-hmm. but, you know,
0: anyway. I mean, it's it's one of those things where comedians stretch the line, and they try, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I've been certainly... Yeah.
1: I've been certainly in some, yeah, like in real life I situations do. though, like I've gotten beat up before I'm saying some in real life, like for doing comedian stuff that I probably shouldn't have done. And Whoa. I learned really fast in my twenties that, um, you know, I'm not either, you know, saying funny stuff or thinking you're tough. It wasn't working. So anyway, yeah, that's mm-hmm. really my story about comedic stuff in real life that got me beat up
0: well you know they, you got to pick your battles sometimes you win and lose and the one thing about a comedian is a comedian sometimes tends to stretch it and when they do sometimes they can stretch it just a little too far so that's good exactly. so what do you do in the in the real estate business so let's talk a little bit about that
1: so right now i'm a director of enrollment for a company called sub2 we teach people how um, creative real estate investing raising private capital different types of creative entrance and exit strategies, whether it be a sub two, seller finance, we'll sell, you know, a bunch of different type of ways you can make money. But he's also got a TV show on A&E called Triple Digit Flip. It's Pace Morby and Jamil Danji. They have one season out right now. They're filming the second season, but Wow! Yeah, that's what I do, you know, Monday through Friday, even on the weekends. Sometimes I'm taking texts and calls and stuff like that, but mainly just t- texts on the weekends, but I'm taking appointments like four or five appointments a day, Monday through Friday doing that.
0: There you go. And that's got to be pretty good business right now. with real estate, right?
1: Yeah. And it's really good. And why I love what we do, it's, you know, cause the real, it is, you know, real estate's a great market right now to be in, whether you're in retail or, and I don't have a real estate license. I actually went through all of the 120 hours last year here in Utah, but I didn't go through it. But, but yeah, that's one thing I like about what we do. It's, you know, with creative financing, you know, it does take money to make money with real estate as we all know, but we like to show you how to get it creatively.
0: There you go. I mean, being able to raise capital is definitely something that's a skill. If you
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> comes down to it,
0: how do you see the the current challenges right now? I mean, right now we're having the Fed do some adjustments, and interest rates are going up. How do you see that impacting the business here in the future?
1: That's going to probably impact the retail market more than what I do. That's going to you know with mortgages and you know and thing interest rates. That's going to you know we with we, we sub two. Like we, we can offer people, you know, with sub two type of deals, you can offer people higher than, you know, asking or or seller finance, but so it doesn't really affect, you know, whether the market's up or down, you know, we're going to, you know, with short sales is going to become, that's going to be affecting the market. You know, I feel short sales are going to be a big thing here coming up pretty soon as well.
0: Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of defaults going on. Yeah. I think we're in for a huge correction and then it'll, it'll correct pretty hard. I
1: got someone calling in right now. I'm going to have to say, you know what? You guys can call me back later. My Chris Fox. <laughs>
0: there you go. Sorry you about go. that. So, you've also got a SoundCloud and an IMDb. Tell us about that. For those that to explain what the IMDb is to those who. Don't. So,
1: IMDb is just, you know, shows credits you've done in the in the film industry, whether it be cast or crew. I have just a couple credits there as far as acting. One of them that didn't make it to host production or that didn't really make it to past, you know much but then the fear level one was the the one that won a couple awards here one in utah and then one in the la film awards so there's there's that and then i was working on some you know getting back into i want to eventually get into some like executive producing and stuff like that but that's more down the road when you know mm-hmm. we talk about raising private capital i know how to do that through real estate i need to learn how to make if i don't want to use you know my own money doing that with film as well that's one thing i want to learn
0: yeah, that's always important to learn. Raising money with film is oh hey. That's that's something else. If you can find a good investor or something, like a Chinese billionaire, preferably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But then then you find one of those guys and they want to be all up in the script and stuff like
0: that and like Yeah, you've you've got to deal with all that too. It's it's And then
1: you uh, act and then it's like what's up who is that guy that had to apologize to China? Was it not Channing Tatum?
0: It, it was the like, wrestler dude.
1: John Cena. John yeah, Cena. Yeah. Do you see that? Of,
0: yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. You can
1: take, you can get the Chinese billionaires, but then you end up, you know, bowing down to them ultimately.
0: <laughs> That's very true. It's, it's something where, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta deal with all the ins and outs and, and all the things that go that way. Do you see yourself doing more acting and stuff in the future? A lot of comedians do that.
1: Yeah, I want to, but I want to make my stuff just more, like, as far as limited, I want to do more of, like, the executive producing and, like, the financing and and have Mm -hmm. my, I see, in the long run, having my own studio and not doing a ton of acting. Like, if I could get, like, a job that could make me good money and, like, set me up in, you know, in the industry, yeah, but I want to do more of, like, the... You know, because I've done some crew stuff, too, like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of producing, like with locations and stuff. But I did some stuff that, you know, no one likes to do is the, the hold in the boom. That, that's, oh, yeah. Uh, that's not something I, I want to do. But, like, yeah, I see myself, you know, probably five to ten years down the road having, having like, a production company like that.
0: Yeah. A production company would be good, especially, you know, a lot of them go union. At least in, I don't think they have unions here in Utah, but I know in California they do. Yeah, but, not
1: here. It's a right to, or a right to work state, or whatever they call it.
0: Yeah, they're really for a long time. When I had an acting and modeling agency up here in Utah, they were um, there. were A lot of the stuff was coming here because and being filmed. Touch My Angel was being filmed at the time, and one yeah, of the big one. The big thing was they'd had a big union strike in in California, and so everyone was coming here and doing business here. And there's lot. There's still lots of movies that are made here. The South is. The South is, is uh, you know, that Southwestern look. It's mm-hmm. still look great for videos and, and music videos and Yeah, St. Like
1: George is awesome.
0: Yeah, it's crazy the amount of filming that gets done there. But well, Lenny, this has been a great conversation. Anything else we want to touch on or tease out for you?
1: Not really. Not really. Okay. I think we've touched on about everything.
0: There you go. There you go. So give us a .com. It's the best places to find you on the interwebs.
1: Okay, so we got chasemillioncomedy.com. That's under construction. It'll be live here in just a few days. And then we have chasemillioncomedy. If you just Google that, you'll see my YouTube as well. So, so yeah. And then chasemillion at SoundCloud as well.
0: Yeah. What sort of music do you do at the Soundclone?
1: So it's kind of a mix. That's like some older stuff, but like it was like rock infused hip hop. And then it was, it was a lot of hip hop type of stuff, but I'm not doing as much music now as I, I've been, you know, I just barely got like, as you can see, I have this guitar that I've been playing. I don't, you know, I don't plan on playing a ton live, but that's just, you know, what I've done in the past. But you know, if an opportunity to come, I might get back into music, but that's more old, you know, like I, I do see myself pivoting further into. You know comedy moving forward
0: there you go there you go well making people laugh is something everyone needs it's definitely important thank you very much chase for coming on the show we really appreciate yeah it.
1: thanks for having me i appreciate you reaching out to me and i definitely look forward to you know watching some other of your listening to some other of your shows in the future and checking out that book that you have as well
0: there you go there you go thanks so for tuning in go to goodreads.com for chess chris voss go to all the groups on facebook linkedin twitter Instagram. TikTok, all those places that crazy kids are playing, go to youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. See you, Chris. See you, man.